Minnesota State will end up with the victory, and the Mavericks enhanced their record down to 14-9-1 in the year. From BLC Studios in Mankato, Minnesota, this is the Maverick Hockey Live Podcast, presented by Duncan, with your host, Shane Frederick. This is the Maverick Hockey Live podcast presented by Duncan. My name is Shane Frederick. I'm the host. And joining me today is Minnesota State senior forward and captain, Cade Borchert. How are you doing today, Cade? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Good good to have you here. It's been a while since we've done the podcast. You guys are home this weekend. It's been a while since you've been home. Um, It's kind of a little homecoming for everybody this week. uh, you guys uh, are coming off uh, a nice uh, road sweep at Arizona State, uh, which followed a nice road sweep at Northern Michigan, which was a heck of a way to start out uh, the 2023 portion of the season. Um, let me just ask you a little bit about uh, the last couple of weeks and the way you guys have been playing. What's What's been good? Yeah, I think just the buy-in from everyone. Um, Obviously, the first half um, of the season before break wasn't what we wanted exactly. Um, I think we learned a lot about each other and our team. And uh, I think guys came back from break and just kind of thought enough has been enough and um, got to work. And, yeah, both those weekends were good good wins. Um, anytime you can get a sweep on the road, it's huge. So to get both those, the one in Northern, and then go, go out to ASU and um, stay focused and get that um, six points was huge. But... Yeah, like I said, I mean, I think guys are just had enough of the losing and the up and down, and um, yeah, it's, it's been good so far. Yeah, and if you go back uh, to just in, in terms of your road your road games, you, uh, you swept Bowling Green. Um, you've won six games in a row on the road, which has been which has been nice. Obviously, in between was the uh, tough weekend at home against Bemidji State, and um, you know, getting swept and and. Uh, I'm just getting the one point, right? And so you, you're in a situation um, where the Christmas break, the holiday break comes along, and you mentioned the buy-in and kind of the enough is enough, but was there kind of a reset going into, you know, coming out of that break and things that you talked about as a team and, um, and, and trying to figure out maybe a little bit more of whether it's your identity or what you guys could do going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think no matter what your record is, you want to reset at break, um, spend some time with family, just kind of get away from the rink. I mean, mm-hmm. we go through a lot as student athletes with school and not having classes over break, um, getting away from the rink and just seeing your family and stuff is obviously nice no matter how your season's going. But just the way our season started off being so up and down, it was definitely nice to get a break and get away a little bit and refresh, like you said. Um, but uh, I don't, I mean, I think the biggest thing was just the enough is enough mentality and um, we knew, I mean, I think we what, lost to Ferris the last two weekend, Ferris at home and then Bemidji at home, um, which kind of leads into this weekend. I know guys are excited to play back at home since we played the sure. last two on the road. But, um, and then, yeah, we beat Bowling Green on the road. So we've won the last three weekends away and then the last two weekends at home we've lost. So I know guys are definitely excited. You know, maybe some of the up and down this season, and, and you can talk a little bit about this. I mean, but there's been a lot to adjust to this season. I mean, it's a very different team. Um, much has been made since, you know, going back to the off season, going back to the frozen four last year of 
who's not here anymore in terms of uh, players who, who moved on, who graduated, who, who turned pro. Um, you know, it's, it's quite a collection, obviously, of, of some really good players. Um, and, and your team has had to adjust that and adjust to that and then also adjust to some injuries. So there's been some changing of uh, roles throughout the, the current lineup because of some key players who have been out. And then you look at some freshmen who – you know, taking a while to get their feet wet and are, now are starting to come too. It, it, it does seem like um, maybe unlike previous years for you at, at Minnesota State, this has taken a little bit more of an adjustment period to kind of, you know, solidify what this team looks like. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, there's been so many ups and downs, um, guys getting hurt, but I think that next man up mentality um, has been big. And, I mean, I think a big thing people haven't, or I guess not, maybe haven't realized, but I mean, I don't think we're as bad as people are made us out to be. We lost, I think the nine games, they're all by one, eight of them were up by one goal. And mm-hmm. I think people kind of missed that. Like I, we're not, I mean, yeah, our record struggled in the first half, but we were right there in so many games, right. having some leads that we blew. Our record could have easily been different. So I think that was a big part of it too. It was just our team right before break. We kind of were just like, we're, we're a good team. I mean, mm-hmm. Our record doesn't show that. Obviously, we've had some mistakes. Guys go down and um, had some bumpy road, um, bumps in the road. But um, like I said, you can't you can't um, look at the past and just uh, suffer from that. And we, we got to keep going. And we've had a good start since the break. Can you talk about uh, how that's been for you as a as as a senior who, again, has, has hasn't experienced a lot of that in your first uh, few years here at Minnesota State, uh, and then throw in the fact that you're uh, one of the, one of the captains, part of the leadership group. Uh, where that becomes part of your role is to try to, you know, get things back on track, uh, get the team back on track from a, um, a player leader standpoint um, and not really necessarily having that experience, um, you know, in the past, this kind of adversity, every team, obviously every season has some kind of adversity, but little different for, for this particular group of Mavericks compared to maybe previous teams you've been on. Yeah. I mean, obviously the, Previous years, um, I mean, we've had so many good leaders come through here, but uh, I don't think we've had, we haven't had a year like this where this many guys have gone down and we've faced this many bumps. Um, so th- there, it's taken a little bit of a different leading, leadership style. Um, I think the biggest thing is just trying not to get frustrated. Sure. Um, as being an older guy, a guy who's been through a lot here, um, along with the older, the other older guys, um, just not showing frustration, sticking with it, um, practice habits, not getting frustrated, um, times where we've gone gone down and games and stuff and more than we have in the previous years or losing just staying with it and trying to get the guys to continue to buy in and not get frustrated and um, suffer from all um, the stuff that has gone bad um did you take a little bit of that you know you mentioned you know you're, you weren't as bad a team as maybe people were making you out to be and uh, all those close games have you have you guys taken that on as a little bit of badge of honor when you you know people start pointing out you know at some point uh as you drop a couple games and your pairwise record goes down and people start talking, including myself, start talking about, you know, things that you're going to have to do and, and looking way out in the season saying, well, they're going to have to, you know, win the conference tournament to make the NCAA tournament, even though there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of hockey left and you've proven over the last two weeks that you've been, you've moved yourselves back up into the, the pairwise discussion. I think you're at uh, 14 or 15 right now. So, it does seem like uh, things can can change pretty quickly. Um, is that something that uh, you guys talked about as a team, or you, you just looked at as a, as a badge of honor, saying, you know, now now you got a little chip on your shoulder that you know 
because people are saying things about this team that they haven't said in a long time. Yeah, I think it kind of goes both ways. Um, obviously, we know what happened, and um, we have obviously have, I think a lot of a lot of us have a more chip on our shoulder coming into the second half um, as we should. But um, we also try not to listen to the noise. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like you said, I mean, people are going to say what they want to say, but at the end of the day, it's what's in the locker room is, that matters. And we knew we we're a good team. We are a good team, and we just want to keep rolling from here. And like I said, I mean, it's the guys in the locker room that matter at the end of the day, and that, that we go out and do it. So. And you guys know which areas that you need to correct or improve on or try to get better at and, and, and fix and tweak, right? Exactly. Yeah. Is there anything in particular for you that you felt like you, you know, needed to work on or, or try to improve your game, you know, going forward? Uh, I, th- I mean, I'm, I'm hard on myself and I think a lot of us are and um, take a little more on than we should, but um, maybe just try not to get as frustrated as much. Um, I mean, this year it's hard not to show it as much in the first half. Um, but like I kind of said earlier, just not getting frustrated, not showing other guys frustration, especially in games. Um, but I mean, just overall, the whole game, um, I've, I mean, I've never, it was minus, I don't know, minus five, six at one point in the year. And um, so just defending a little harder, just mm-hmm. if it's not where I've always had a little quote for myself, if it's not working. I just feel like I'm not working hard enough. So just getting an extra work, doing what I can just to help the team win at the end of the day. Um, right now you were tied for fifth on the team in scoring. You have 16 points, three goals and 13 assists, um, over your career. Now you're up to 81 points, uh, 27 goals. Um, it's been a, a real solid career and, you know, obviously a really good year, uh, points wise last year. Um, you mentioned, you know, different areas that, that, you know, you talked about your defensive game and, um, in, in some of those areas, are there some more in terms of scoring that you want to improve on too? It's uh, always a tough thing. It seems like it uh, comes in waves with, di- with different guys. And you saw a few players, I think over the last two weeks, uh, start to come on, uh, you know, one of your uh, co-captains uh, or part member of leadership group, Brendan Furry had a, has had a really nice couple of weeks after kind of a, a, a slow start points wise. Uh, suddenly he's coming on, which is, you know, got to be a real positive as well. And, I think you're seeing that from a, from a few guys over you know at least the last couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I agree. Brendan's been playing awesome. Um, I think a lot of guys have stepped up um, and been playing more consistent, um, especially our whole team, just in general, playing more consistent this uh, second half of the season. Uh, for me individually, um, I mean, I, I mean, it's the team first, I think, right. and I want to win. And um, obviously, I haven't been scoring as much as last year and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I'm, that doesn't hurt me um, if, if we're winning. Um, which, we are as a late, um, but in the first half, I was looking more at I mean, the team not winning than my stat line. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if a lot of guys are scoring more and stuff, you have a better chance to win. But like I said, I mean, I'm just, I want to win hockey games here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the last two weeks in terms of what what it was like for for you you guys as a team. I mean, that's um, you can go f- further apart, but uh, even but going from Marquette, Michigan to uh to Arizona <laughs> and back to back weeks are 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 two pretty challenging road trips uh in and of itself but you know what what was that like uh, to kind of go through that uh you know going from kind of those two extremes yeah it's crazy i mean we were gone wednesday to sunday for two weeks in a row it's not a lot of time here and a lot of time traveling which it can be tough and i think our group did a really good job of managing our time um Getting our, I mean, our practices were really good on the road, um, which can be tough with the travel and the bus and um, flying and stuff. But I think the guys managed the weekends uh, really well. Um, obviously, 
Marquette, that's a, a unique place, but um, mm. we did our job, went there, and then going to Arizona, I know there can be distractions, and our team did really well with knowing that we're going there. It's a business trip. It's not a vacation. Right. Um, coach kind of said that, and um, us leadership group made sure it's like we're here to get six points, and um, it's it's not a vacation just because it's warm and stuff, but we do, <laughs> we do want to enjoy it. It was nice walking to the rink every day and sitting outside and eating lunch outside and stuff, but, um, yeah, we, did, we, we went there, and uh, we had a job, and we did it. Uh, the, uh, Arizona state, uh, they're playing in a new arena. Um, uh, they're sharing that arena with the Phoenix coyotes. Um, you, we were talking a little bit about that before we started recording, but what was that like to, to be in that arena and, you know, kind of be in that atmosphere? You, you said the student crowd was pretty good as well. Um, can you just describe, you know, what that was like? Yeah, it was a really cool atmosphere. Um, right when we started, got out there for warm-ups Friday night, like their whole student section was right behind the glass where we were warming up on, booing us and stuff. <laughs> so it was really cool. Um, yeah, that rink's awesome, just brand new, everything. Mm-hmm. Both both uh, sheets, good ice. Um, there was a lot of fans both night. Just the stereo system in there was loud. It was just, <laughs> just a really good atmosphere. It was a really fun weekend and made it even more fun to come out with six points. Yeah, I mean, and that's, uh, that, that, that's something where um, a school like that – you know, wasn't sure how their fan base would, would latch on to them, but it seems like obviously they've had some success over the last few years. They've, they've done a really good job as an, an uh, NCAA independent program, um, you know, no conference affiliation with them right now. And um, you're probably seeing just uh, with the success that they've had um, some opportunities for uh, to, to build a, a strong fan base, like, like you said. Um, and so, so that had you been down there before? I'm trying to remember early in your career. Did you um, go down they there? They played there for, I think, a little tournament the year before I came year in. Before, so I'd, okay. I've played them. We played them my freshman year at home and yep. then last year at home. And then, um, yeah, so this was our first time going there. Maybe you were supposed to go there. There's a COVID season or something like that. And uh, ended up being just I, conference possibly, games yeah, or something. Yeah, I think. that year we only played. Or maybe this made up, made up for that. I, I can't remember yeah, for sure. Could have been something, could have been something like that. that. Um. But, you know, just looking at social media over the weekend, uh, it looked like there was a pretty strong contingent of uh, Minnesota State fans there. A lot of people travel. A lot of people use their own vacation time to uh, go watch you guys play. Um, were they loud enough? Would you, did you hear them? Did you see them? Uh, were they making some noise in the, in the arena? Yeah, it was cool. There was I, I know a lot of people had that marked on the calendar right from when the schedule came out. So we knew there'd be some, uh, a good fan base there, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, they were loud. I could hear them. Um, there's a lot of purple in the stand, so it was definitely cool to see that. And I mean, the fans here are awesome and just having the support, I mean, all the way down there. Um, yeah, it's Arizona and <laughs> probably making a trip out of it, but it was definitely cool to have them all in the building with us. It's gotta be an interesting feeling or a good feeling for you, you know, to know that, uh, there's, there's people who are kind of planning their schedules around your team, right. And around your games, uh, they want to go watch you guys play. Um, they built a fan base and uh, up enough that that people are kind of circling those things on their calendar, and then they're making making trips out of it. And obviously, you saw that last year in Boston as well. Um, and that was certainly more unique. People are making their plans at the last minute because uh, you know got to find out if you you're uh, going to win and move on. But uh, what, what's been, what's that been like over over your time here? Uh, to, to see that. And I know as a, your first year when you played a lot was the COVID year, right? So there was not a lot of fans watching you guys play, but you know, really since then you've, you've kind of seen that develop uh, um, from, from the fan base. Yeah. It's awesome how consistent it is. I mean, 
I mean, every every night you know you're going to get a good fan uh, good fan base at home, um, even on the road. We I see fans all the time in the yeah. hotel. Um, even the families just I mean there's there's always a, a small fan base if there isn't if they're um we're on the road even somewhere far and like Arizona there's a ton of people there um, but just even at home just playing in front of that atmosphere I mean I mean a low night there is what 45 4800 yeah and yeah it's just incredible um something I'll never take for granted a little extra incentive there sometimes you don't want to disappoint uh fans I mean you don't want to disappoint them at home either obviously but uh you know when you see a crowd like that making their way down, you almost want to make it worth their while. Exactly. <laughs> um, and and that was, uh, you know, did you feel like, you know, those those were interesting games where, you, you know, you 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 get, uh, you, you go down the first night, right? Down one nothing the, the, the first game, give up a shorthanded goal. Uh, was, that, was that in the first game or... Um, trying to remember how the, those games went down, but you, you, you came back. Yeah. Friday, Friday, yeah. yeah Friday, the Saturday was a shot on the, yeah. They scored a shorthand and goal yes. in the first, right at went the down. end, right in the yep. final seconds. Yep. Yeah. There was like 10 seconds. Something. Right. Yep. Had to regroup in the locker room there. Um, I thought we actually had a good period. Yeah. Um, just a bad balance on that goal and, um, a rebound came out and they scored, but nothing they could do on that one. Um, but yeah, I think that's something we learned from the first half is controlling leads mm-hmm. and managing when we're down one and stuff, not getting frustrated and cheating the game, just knowing it'll come. So that's been nice to see that um, progression since um, our, our break. Um, just um, like I said, I mean, I think in Northern we were down a couple times too and right. um, just didn't get frustrated and just stayed to our game. And I think in years past we've done that and it's been successful. Was that not happening the first part of the season? Was it easy to, to kind of – you know, not know what to do uh, in the, in those situations, either you know going down early or or giving up a lead, which is something again when we talked, about, not something that you experienced a ton of uh, your your first years here. You guys have done such a good job of maintaining those uh, third period leads. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we hadn't gone down much in previous years, so I mean, maybe a little bit of that, but I don't know what specifically it was. But um, yeah, there was multiple times we were up two zero or. Um, down a goal or whatever and just didn't manage it as well as we could but like I said that's in the past and we learned from it and I think um, we got to keep going with managing the game you know you play uh, Lake Superior State this weekend at at home and uh, you know looking at the schedule ahead really only five home games remaining five road games remaining Uh, everyone looks at the holiday break as the halfway point of the season and I guess it is if you count the playoffs but um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to believe that, uh, you know, there's less than two months of the regular season remaining. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, coach says it every year, your time here goes fast and, uh, especially with the COVID year for me and my freshman year not playing as much. I mean, it, it goes by fast and, um, yeah, you can't take a day for granted or can't let a day go by. So, um, it's another thing we talk about, um, a lot is just worrying about the day, managing our day, um, day by day. And, um, yeah, I can't believe we have. 10 games left, five home, five away, and then playoffs. It's, it's definitely gone fast. And obviously the, the CCHA standings are, are jam-packed uh, at the top and uh, you know from one week to the next, depending on if someone's playing a non-conference game or has a, a bye week, um, the, the, top, the top of uh, the standings have flipped a little bit here and there. Um, with you guys playing Arizona State, um, Bowling Green, I think, moved back ahead of you in, in the standings. Um, but with games in hand, 
Um, it's it's almost pretty much a, a wash all the way across between uh, Bemidji State, uh, you guys, um, Bowling Green, tech. and Tech. Um, it's going to be quite uh, a ride here over the next uh, five weeks, or yeah. six weeks. Uh, with, with I think you have another buy in there. What what's uh, um, that's exciting. It's exciting it's for fun. fans, yeah. uh, you know. And um, no one's going to win this. Uh, no no one's going to win the McNaughton Cup probably until the the last weekend of the season. Yeah, it's it's tight. It's been tight. Um, I think you said when a team has a non conference game or a bye week, uh, things can change. It's it's, it's definitely tight this year, and um, it's fun. Um, obviously, we'd want to be on top and way on top, but uh, unfortunately, we're not. But like you said, I mean, we can't take a, a period off anymore, and that's what kind of goes back to me saying. I mean, we have to worry about day by day because you let one day go, one one weekend or one day of the weekend go by, and um, or a period, and you get back behind, that can affect uh, your team in the standings. So it's everything's important from now on. And you throw in the fact that uh, I think just you're seeing the um, bottom of the league, you know, get better, right? So obviously dropping the two games at home to Ferris State, um, as disappointing as it was, as rare as it was to, to have gotten swept at home, it had been such so long. Um, but they're definitely better than they've been the last two years, right? And you look at this past weekend, St. Thomas defeated uh, Michigan Tech, which was their first uh, ever win against a ranked team, I believe. Um, so suddenly you're seeing kind of the, the gaps uh, throughout the conference, top to bottom, kind of closing a little bit, um, which makes uh, every weekend a little bit you know tighter you know across the board. 100%. Yeah, I mean, there's all team. I feel like every team's playing well right now, and it's like you said. I mean, it's been a race for a while and um yeah those lower teams or teams that have been lower in the, the past few years um in this conference uh, they've definitely stepped up in this year i mean every team like i said every team's playing well and it's going to be a, 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 a quite a finish so um yeah we have to keep worrying about um ourself and our locker room and um i think it'll be fine one of the things i think um you know going just to you know touch one more time on these last four games um um that you've played, you've scored um, 18 goals in, the, in those games, and you've given up six and uh, had a shutout. Uh, Keenan Rancier had a shutout on Saturday night in Arizona. Um, suddenly those numbers start to look a little bit more like the Maverick team um, people are used to as well. I mean, so in addition to winning those games, um, you must have liked the way that you won those games because it maybe felt a little bit more your, your style with, uh, you know, you're not, you're not trying to squeeze by on, on two goals or, or, th- you know, three goals. You're, you're scoring, you know, five in some cases, I think it's five, t- five goals in three of those games and three in the other. Yeah. I think, I mean, kind of go back to us saying how guys have stepped up, but uh, I think from just from the goalie out, um, I think that's been the biggest thing. Um, just defending and as, as a whole, uh, groups of five, I think we're definitely the last two weekends we've defended really well. Um, starting with uh, Keenan, I mean, he played unbelievable the last two weekends and bailed us out of multiple times. And um, from the defense core, I think a lot of those guys have stepped up and then us forwards um, as well. Um, anytime you can defend and get five guys back and uh, make it hard to score on, um, get the other team frustrated and it builds um, offense. So yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing is just our um, defense side of things and um, it's led into our offense. Um, as, as you go forward here, uh, just any, anything, any other areas as you kind of build up on that, any, any areas you'd like to see this team build, build upon? 
Um, I mean, nothing specifically. I just think we got to keep going. Um, we saw what we're capable of. Um, we just had two huge road road um, sweeps that um, against two really good teams. Um, yeah, we don't have any time to waste, um, no days to waste. So we got to keep going. I think that's just the biggest thing is just keep going and um, be ready at all times. How about for you? What what what's your future looking like? Are you are you set to graduate this year, or where, where are you at on that? And um, yeah, so I have two classes this semester. Okay. So yeah, I had three last semester. I have two this semester, and then um, if I will obviously plan on passing those classes. <laughs> um, then yeah, I'll be done um, with school. So. What's your what are you majoring in? Uh, business management. Business management. Yep. How's the academic life uh, for you over, over this time? We've talked a lot of hockey. What's uh, what's the what's the school part like for you? Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, obviously, a little weird with the COVID. Sure. I think I've had like four or five in-person classes. Um, my freshman year, I had some in-person, and then my sophomore, junior year with COVID, uh, I was mm-hmm. online. And then I had um, an in-person last semester, and then I have two onlines for that they only provide online. Um, for my last two classes. So I haven't been in, in on, on campus too much, but um, no, I've, uh, I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, I've had a really uh, some awesome professors, some good classes. Um, and yeah, it's crazy how fast it's gone and only two classes left. So wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um, and then what's, what's your future? You want to try to continue to play hockey post, uh, post college hockey? Yeah. I mean, I just kind of one of those things where I, I even, I'm not trying to think about it right now. Yeah. I'm just trying to worry about um, our team right now and, sure. and winning. And I think um, whatever happens, happens. And when that time comes, I'll think about it more. But, um, I, yeah, I love hockey so much. But uh, I think my biggest um, priority right now is winning hockey games and doing what I can to help this team win. Yeah. Okay. Well, I really appreciate you joining uh, the podcast today. Best of luck against the Lakers this uh, weekend. Uh, it'll be fun to see some games back in Mankato after sure. a month away. And, um, and uh, you know, congrats on the last uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, see if we can keep it rolling. For sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. All right, everybody. That is Cade Borchard. I am Shane Frederick. This has been the Maverick Hockey Live podcast presented by Duncan. We'll see you next time. Thank you.